Towns is in for the first time for the Mavs. Inside they go, the tie by Powell. How about the pass, though, by Luca? Three assists as well. Cam Johnson working him down low. Johnson with the bump in the street. He's got 12. Oh, he's having a work. Here we go again. The isolation. End to end. The bump in the fadeaway. Big smile, 19 points. Six of eight. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another video. Now today, I'm going to be talking about what's next for the Phoenix Suns after yesterday's draft and going into the offseason. Um, there's a lot of trade rumors that have been going around. Who will we sign? And how are we going to change up our roster after our Game 7 shellacking, humiliating loss? Uh, so that's what I'm going to be talking about today, and let's get right into it. Now... Obviously, the trade rumors have been coming from specifically one player, which is DeAndre Ayton. Now, a quick historical foundation for why DeAndre Ayton is up on the trade block is it's really started around last year where DeAndre Ayton believed that he should have gotten the max contract. And understandably, we didn't want to give it to him at first initially. And we would rather see how he would play this year to see if he deserves the max contract. And not that Aiton played badly, but he didn't play to the expectations of a max contract player. Halfway through the season, I was saying ship Aiton off to Indiana for DeMontis Sabonis because, honestly, JaVel McGee was playing better than DeAndre Aiton pretty much most of the season. And if you have a backup center playing better than you are, then I just don't see why you deserve the max contract. Now, the reason why I would want to keep Aiton is because he has a high ceiling. And what I mean by high ceiling is the fact that he's, I mean, he's loaded with potential. This dude has, when he's, when he's at the top of his game, he has potential to be top five center in the league. And we saw that in New Orleans, in the New Orleans series. He had an outstanding game against, outstanding series against New Orleans, really. All, through, all from game one through game six, even the games we lost, he played extremely, extremely well. He was, I mean, had a high... Uh, percentage from the field, he was he was just hitting all his shots, his his move that he did, he was looking like Will Chamberlain out there. It was it was great to see. But then we go to the Western Conference semifinals, and you've got a point guard bumping into him and beating him in the post. So there's a, just there's just a lot of inconsistency with DeAndre Ayton and. Apparently, I got this from my Uncle Dale, that DeAndre Ayton left the game after playing 17 minutes. Monty Williams asked him twice, twice, if he would come back into the game. DeAndre Ayton said no. He said no twice. So right there, that smacks of a player who's just not team-oriented. Um, I don't know the full story. I know the, the Suns players are in support of DeAndre Ayton. 
which is kind of not surprising because are you, as a teammate, are you just going to throw your other teammate under the bus? Um, but they may believe that DeAndre Ayton is a good teammate and he is team-oriented. And I, I really hope that's the case, and I hope we do keep Ayton. Ayton, excuse me. Um, now that's going to require some other players to be shipped away, such as Crowder, Saric, Saric, Dario Saric, um, Cam Johnson potentially. I don't want I don't want Cam Johnson to go because Cam Johnson is inching closer and closer to becoming a really really good player. I mean, this guy comes off the bench and he just lights up the court. I mean, he's 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 just a really good sixth man. And later down in his career, he has the potential to be better than the sixth man, and he can be in the starting lineup maybe soon. Um, in regards to Crowder, Crowder is a player I'd like to see go. I like Crowder. Um, defense was mainly his, his big thing. But offensively, that he struggled big time. He bricked a lot of his shots. He, he was just he was not performing. Um and I was really disappointed when I heard that the Trailblazers had made a move for Jeremy Grant. Now, a lot of people probably wouldn't want DeAndre Ayton for Jeremy Grant, but I do. I, I would have wanted that. And let me tell you why. I wanted a center who could rebound the ball, uh, guard the, uh, protect the rim, and, and that's not what really Ayton did. Ayton... Not that Aiton didn't do that, but he, I mean, he did a lot, a lot of just, just lazy plays out there. You had six foot seven guards. I mean, six foot seven is tall, but you had point guards drive into the rim with ease. And he was in the paint. You know, he, he doesn't go up to get, he doesn't have that, that, that strength in him, that, that dominance that other players have when going up to get rebounds. He just kind of watches the other players get rebounds. He really doesn't go up for blocks. Um, and, and that's what I, I wanted. And that, that was our big problem because uh, through both series, the other team had more rebounds than us. And they were getting a lot of second chance points. And, I mean, Luka Doncic had more rebounds, was averaging more rebounds than DeAndre Ayton. And and then that was just that's just disappointing. When a point guard is averaging more rebounds than you are as a center, seven foot center, then then you got some issues. Uh, they had to put in the twin towers, Javale McGee and DeAndre Ayton at the end of the New Orleans series because we weren't getting any rebounds again. Now I hate I sound like I'm like blaming this all on DeAndre Ayton. I'm not. Um, it really it was a it was a team effort loss I guess, and if I were to blame something I think it would be coaching. Now Monty Williams Monty Williams is a great coach, um, he's a wonderful coach. He's I mean he's done great things here in Phoenix. Is the first minute he arrived, um, he it was a big boost to this team. But I was talking to one of my teachers and they brought up a good point about how. Jason Kidd drew up a new game plan every single half. Monty Williams had a great game plan in the first two games of the Dallas series, but stuck with it. 
Now this is now I'm not discounting our our great regular season, but teams didn't have time to adjust, watch film. They didn't have a whole seven games to play us. The, the Mavericks did. They had seven games to play us, and we stuck with that same game plan. We had Aiton stationed out on the perimeter. What kind of dumb offense is that and defense? Um, it was just honestly terrible play calling. We couldn't draw up any other plays. It, it could have been a lot better. Now, again, it's this is not Monty Williams' fault. It's not DeAndre Ayton's fault. But th- that's not really really what I was talking about. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, I'm focusing on him because we're, we're talking about him getting traded. Now, I wanted someone like Jeremy Grant to replace someone like Jay Crowder's production. Jay Crowder had... He didn't show up, really. He he really didn't show up. Um, bricked all his threes. He, I mean, he was just, there's not much to say. I, I just didn't think he he played too well, even even defensively. I know, I know that's kind of his thing is defense, but I don't know. I didn't really see too much on defense from him either. Um, and if we got someone like Jeremy Grant to replace his re- production, on offense and still be a good defensive player and then getting a center like Mark Williams who can rebound the ball uh I mean he's he averaged three blocks a game it, it was uh, and the dude's seven foot two and that was something crazy to see uh and I think Charlotte's going to be a force to be reckoned with now that they drafted him because they got a good young squad and all they needed was a was a a big man and, and that that's something they didn't have. They had Lamelo Ball, Kelly Oubre, Miles Bridges, uh, who may be leaving Charlotte. Uh, but yeah, but I, I feel like that's I kind of wanted that. But now that he's gone to Portland, I don't know what we're gonna do with Aiton. Um, there, there's a few possibilities. I know people are talking to Kevin Durant. Of course, every team is talking to Kevin Durant. That's not gonna happen. He it's too much, and it's too much for a guy who's who's not loyal. We're going to trade our picks, DeAndre Ayton, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, all these guys for Kevin Durant, who's going to leave in like a year if we don't win the championship. That's my problem with it. And he's too much money. Um, I was thinking maybe Clint Capella. Now, I'd rather just keep Ayton, but if if worse comes to worse and we do have to trade Aiton, then I see the Hawks being a feasible option. We trade him to Atlanta, basically a swap for um, uh, a swap for uh, Clint Capella, which I I, I I I wouldn't be mad at that. I like Clint Capella. I think he's a great center, but um, he's older than Aiton, not too much older, but. Aiton's gonna Aiton's kind of like at his level right now, and Aiton's still got tons and tons of years ahead of him, and he's just Aiton's gonna get better every single season, and that's another thing, he really didn't get better every single season, he flatlined through his from his rookie year, and you know that's kind of disappointing to see it, and I know there's 
a lot of people fall back on the fact that he's young and and he still has to to develop. Well, he also got drafted in the same draft class as Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Look at them. They're playing at MVP caliber level. Um so I don't know if you can really use that argument there about development. I I I expect big things out of Aiden. Um now uh, other players who could who we could possibly get maybe someone like Pascal Siakam. I'm not really too into that trade. It'd probably just be straight up Aiden for Pascal Siakam. I don't think I would take that trade. I don't like it for both sides honestly. Uh I don't know, but there's I mean there's been a lot of possibilities. A lot of people were talking Kevin Durant, like I said, that's that's not going to happen. We need to keep it reasonable, and we need to be we need to face the facts. Uh, we're not we're gonna we're gonna get fleeced on the trade. We're not gonna get what we should be getting out of DeAndre Ayton. That's just that's just reality. Uh, we don't have a lot of leverage. Um. That's just that's like I said. That's just gonna be the the truth. We're not. We don't have a lot of eight leverage on this Aiton situation. Now I don't think Aiton's come out and said what teams he'd want to get traded to. Um, but it, it looks like we're gonna because we 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 didn't trade up in the draft, which I was glad about that because I I, I really didn't want to trade up into the draft because I'm not too keen on players from the draft. They're just a roll of the dice and like. Ninety percent of them are all bust by the time, you know, two years down the line, they'll they'll be all bust. So, I mean, an, another player, uh, Nurkic. He's been speculated to go there, uh, from, uh, Portland. I don't see that happening. I don't like it. I know I said we're gonna get fleeced on the trade, but I, I don't want to get fleeced that bad. Nurkic is. I think that's that's, that's just a dumb trade for me. But I don't know. There's, there's still some possibilities on, on Aiton. He could stay here, which it, it just seems kind of unlikely at this point. Or he could get traded, and it could go either one or two ways. Either we get a really good deal, or we get fleeced. And I, I'm hoping we get a good deal, because... I mean DeAndre and yeah, I I, I kind of want to trade him, just because I don't, I don't know, I don't, I think he's a little inconsistent right now, um, but I I, I don't want to trade him for nothing, you know, and something I thought of, I didn't really get this from a like a, you know like an analyst, but I thought of potentially trading him to. Minnesota for Carl Anthony Towns. I think that would be a, a great, great fit for us. Um, I like Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, he's he's he can shoot from beyond the arc. Uh, he's a good perimeter shooter, and you know, like I mean, he's he's tall and he can do all kinds of things in the post. I think he'd be a, a great player for the Phoenix Suns. We could get the offense and defense production that we weren't getting from DeAndre Ayton. So that's pretty much it. Um, A quick note, I'm going to be uploading on YouTube now. 
which uh, I, I think it's better because I, I got more views on YouTube. I averaged around 50 views at one time, and it, it's just a better market for me to go to YouTube. And I, that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start using a camera, uh, and, and I'm going to start uploading on YouTube now. So I'll, I'll leave my YouTube channel in the description. And one more thing I forgot to mention was um, I mentioned earlier I would I would like a center who could do all kinds of defensive things, rebound, block, and they're talking about parting ways with Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz, and that would be a perfect option for us because I would like Rudy Gobert. Um, he's a really really good center, and I think it would it would it would because Rudy Gobert is at like a point in his career where he kind of needs something to like revive him. And I think if he came to Phoenix, I think he would like that. And it'd be a good career decision in general. So, and, and, and that's what we needed. We, we had a lack of defensive production. When you're, when your big man is getting outplayed in the post by a point guard, you know, that, that's the obvious issue. And I don't think that's going to happen when, when Rudy Gobert, if Rudy Gobert is on our team, uh, he's going to shut down the post. No one's going to drive. No one's going to, you know, be doing their stupid little faders. Rudy Gobert is wins like defensive player of the year every year for a reason. And I, I think that would be a good decision for us. But again, we still need a player who would uh, replace Crowder's production. If we, I guess we could still decide to keep Jay Crowder, or maybe we even think it's time for Cam Johnson to take that role. But I would like someone other than Cam Johnson. I do like Cam Johnson, but I still want him to, to develop a bit. Uh, but I'd like someone other than Jay Crowder to play power forward, uh, mainly someone who can b- provide great offensive shooting, perimeter shooting, uh, get some good backups for Devin Booker who can provide perimeter shooting and that's that's another thing we need I mean look at Golden State why did they win the championship because they can overwhelm you with their shooting they had players like Jordan Poole coming off the bench now that's dangerous when you got Curry Thompson and then you have Poole coming off the bench that's that's dangerous and that's kind of the reason why we're trading for uh art I don't know if we're trading I think he might be a free agent I forget the situation on him now is Eric Gordon. Um, that would be a uh, – I heard he's a bit injury prone, but he's he provides good perimeter shooting, which which I would I would like. We, we need someone. We need people to come off the bench and knock down those threes. And I would like for us to keep someone like McGee too. I, would, I think McGee, he – yeah, he's older, but he's, he was still providing for our team. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know what, what we're going to do. We have plenty of, plenty of options to trade them. And just because we have plenty of options doesn't mean that we're going to, we're going to get a good deal, but I trust in James Jones. I trust in James Jones. Uh, he knows how to get things done. He's whipped this team into shape and, uh, there's no reason why he can't do it again. So thank you. Like I said, I'll leave my YouTube channel in the description and have a good rest of your day.